This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometime in the early 2000s, a few residents of Bougarage, France, enjoyed a night out at the local pub. There was a lot of laughter, teasing, and, of course, beer. As one tipsy villager left the pub, something in the dark caught his eye. It was an otherworldly green light hovering over Peak de Bougarage, a mountain standing over the town. It flickered for a few moments, then disappeared. The villager blinked. He must have had one too many at the pub, because what he had just seen couldn't be real. He had heard the stories of aliens living within the mountain and the rumors that Bougarage's caves served as storage areas for spaceships. However, the local villagers all knew those stories were hogwash. But now, this particular villager wasn't so sure. He stumbled home, debating whether or not to share the odd experience with his friends. The villager knew he'd sound crazy if he told anyone. But deep down, he knew what he saw that night. A UFO. Many of the seekers who came to Bougarage experienced this feeling. They just knew, deep inside, that there was something special about this mountain. Sometimes they even encountered evidence that proved their hunch. But they also encountered very real forces, from peer pressure all the way to military personnel, trying to undermine those findings. For many, all this pushback only reinforced their gut feeling. There was something strange happening in Bougarage, and someone was trying to cover it up. Welcome to Unexplained Mysteries, a ParCast original. I'm your host, Molly. And I'm your host, Richard. In life, there's so much we don't know. But in this show, we don't take we don't know for an answer. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we investigate the greatest mysteries of history and life on Earth. You can find episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. To stream Unexplained Mysteries for free on Spotify, just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar. This is our final episode on Bougarage Mountain, a peak in rural southern France. 
For centuries, the mountain has attracted those seeking to learn its secrets, including occultists, New Agers, hippies, and as the French call them, esoterics. These free spirits wanted to experience the mountain's mysterious power firsthand, but they all had different theories on where that power came from. Last week, we discussed the mountain's strange geology and the wide variety of legends associated with its vast network of caves. We also explored the internet rumor that Bougaraj would be the only location on Earth spared from the Mayan-predicted apocalypse in December 2012. This week, we'll explore the validity of these legends and rumors and go into more detail about the evidence proving or disproving them. According to various stories, the caverns could be the residence of a secret underground society, the hiding place for a precious relic, or the storage area for alien spaceships. But when it comes to the Mayan apocalypse, the myth could have an unexpected source, Bugaraj's local government. An indisputable oddity of Bugaraj Mountain is its geological layers. Geologists refer to it as the upside-down mountain because its oldest rock is at the peak rather than at the base. This unique feature had a different meaning for every person who came to the mountain seeking answers. For Daniel Bedix, a researcher who became obsessed with finding the Ark of the Covenant inside Bugaraj, the inversion of the mountaintop could have been an indicator that Bugarash was a holy place. This extraordinary rock formation was a clear but subtle message from God. Choose this mountain to hide my precious treasure. Bedix believed he was close to finding the ark, but before he could finish his excavation inside the mountain, he died mysteriously inside it. Bedix's colleagues were anxious to continue his research. But when they applied for permits, their application was mysteriously blocked by French authorities. Why would the French government want to prevent Bedix's research from moving forward? Could the Ark really be inside Bougaraj? Many in the mainstream, including the residents of the village below Bougaraj Mountain, have brushed off both the Ark of the Covenant theory and the alien theory as outlandish, even crazy. But why would powerful forces like the French government expend so many resources to prevent research into crackpot theories? First, we'll vet Daniel Bedix's work. Bedix believed that the Cathars, a religious sect active in the 12th and 13th centuries, had possession of the Ark of the Covenant during the Middle Ages. In the early 13th century, the Cathars came under attack when Pope Innocent III ordered the Albigensian Crusade. When it was clear that Pope Innocent III's forces were going to overwhelm them, the Cathars needed to prevent the Ark from falling into the Catholics' hands. They could have put the Ark inside Bougaraj Mountain for safekeeping. This founding belief of Bedix's research is questionable at best. Modern scholars don't believe the Cathars ever had possession of the Ark of the Covenant. A key principle of Cathar beliefs was the rejection of all possessions and wealth. Ancient relics like the Ark may not have been very significant to them. However, even if Bedix was mistaken about Cathar possession of the Ark, he still told colleagues that he was close to finding the Ark in 1988. 
Regardless of who put it there, perhaps the Ark of the Covenant was inside Bugaraj. And Daniel Bedix wasn't the only one who thought so. There are unsubstantiated rumors that the Nazis excavated part of Bugaraj during World War II. The Third Reich was known for intensive research into the supernatural, occult, and divine. It's possible that they were trying to unearth the Ark for themselves. Maybe the Nazis believed the Ark could help them win World War II. According to the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant provided magical protection to whomever was transporting it. In the book of Joshua, the Israelites had to carry the Ark across the Jordan River, which was running dangerously high. But when the priests carrying the Ark stepped into the water, the river stopped flowing. The entire Israeli nation was able to cross the dry riverbed. Although the Nazis were contending with a more formidable foe than a rushing river, perhaps they hoped the Ark's powers were strong enough to help them overcome their enemies. That is, if they ever looked for it at all. Although the rumor of a Nazi excavation of Bugaraj is often repeated, there are no records or evidence to prove that it ever occurred. However, the Nazis aren't the only notable group who are rumored to have looked for the Ark within Bugaraj. Another high-profile visitor linked to the mysteries of the mountain was French President Francois Mitterrand, who served from 1981 to 1995. Mitterrand was recovering from a surgery in 1994 when he allegedly traveled by helicopter to Bougarage's peak. In addition to the Ten Commandments, the Ark of the Covenant is said to also contain a rod with miraculous regenerative powers. It's possible Mitterrand was seeking to commune with the healing forces inside the Ark. While these two examples don't prove Bedix's theory that the Ark was inside Bougaraj, they certainly suggest that others could have shared Bedix's opinion. But the most compelling support for Bedix came, ironically, in how his research was stifled. When Bedex was supposedly closing in on the Ark, he was allegedly contacted by General Moshe Dayan, an Israeli military leader. Dayan was reportedly curious about Bedex's discoveries, but Bedex was reluctant to share any of his hard-won information. It's been said that Dayan left Bedex with a chilling warning. If Bedex did come upon the Ark, he needed to stop all work. Above all, Bedex shouldn't touch anything if he did find it. As we mentioned in the previous episode, legend has it that God will instantly smite down any unworthy person who touches the Ark. Despite the warning, Bedex continued his research until his mysterious death in 1988. When his colleagues attempted to resume his search, the French Ministry of Culture denied permission for any excavation without explanation. Bedex had no problem getting rapid approval during his decades of research inside Bougarage. His colleagues had no idea what caused the ministry's peculiar reversal after his death. Even more odd, Bedex's partners also learned that his excavation site in a castle near Bougarage had been filled in with concrete. Some speculate that Bedex may have discovered a cavity beneath the castle or even a tunnel from the castle to the innards of Bougaraj. But now, the site was sealed and no permits for further excavation were being issued. After facing this series of literal roadblocks, 
Bennix's research team gave up. Bennix's final discovery, just like his death, remains a mystery. There's no hard evidence to support the theories Daniel Bedix dedicated and lost his life to. But the strange circumstances of his death and the suppression of his work compel deeper probing. If Bedix's work wasn't significant, then why did the French government appear to go to such lengths to prevent it from being continued? Without a clear explanation, the crackdown can only point to a greater conspiracy. But Bedix and his search for the Ark is far from the only conspiracy on Bougarage Mountain. The researchers that followed him also found that the French government was prepared to protect Bougarage's secrets at all costs. Coming up, evidence for extraterrestrial activity inside Bougarage and the strange lights flying above it. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now back to the story. In the 1980s, Daniel Bedix believed his research brought him very close to the Ark of the Covenant inside Bougarage. Although there's no proof to verify his theories, the oddly aggressive methods used to forestall any follow-up to his research suggests that whatever Bedix was on the verge of finding, it was big. Bedix wasn't the only person who came to Bougarage to find something earth-shattering. In the early 2000s, another theory about Bougarage emerged. Aliens. The second theory we're covering takes us from ancient history into the future. Instead of a priceless relic from the past, perhaps Bougarage's caves contain extraterrestrials. In the previous episode, we discussed how internet conspiracy theorists spread the rumor that aliens were storing their spacecraft inside Bougarage's caves, or even hibernating inside the mountain themselves. Alien enthusiasts have been interested in Bougarage for decades. Ufologists and paranormal experts all over the world point to Bougarage as an extraterrestrial hotspot. The theory moved from the fringe to the mainstream in 2012. An internet rumor circulated that the aliens inside Bougarage would emerge on December 21, 2012, and rescue humans nearby before the world ended, as was suggested by the Mayan calendar. There's a variety of evidence indicating extraterrestrial activity in and around Bougarage. First, let's consider why the mountain itself is particularly hospitable to alien life. Bougarage's unique reversed geology could be an asset to extraterrestrials. Some ufologists have speculated that the inverted layers of rock could have flipped the magnetism around the mountain as well. If that's true, Human aircraft navigation would go haywire when flying over the mountain. 
Although there's no official record of restricted airspace around the mountain, some locals claim that they've never seen commercial flights over Bougarage. It makes sense that aliens would want to keep the human air traffic away from the mountain and their hidden spacecraft. Perhaps the aliens are responsible for the mountain's unique geological construction. Geologists have observed that the mountain's unusual formation makes it appear like the mountain's top was lifted off in an explosion and landed upside down. Maybe the aliens made this renovation to Bougarache themselves to throw humans off their scent. When considering the hard science, however, this theory crumbles like an exploding mountain. Even if the mountaintop was physically inverted, that wouldn't permanently change the magnetism around the mountain. It's more likely that Bougarage doesn't see much air traffic because the nearest major airport is over a hundred miles away. Bougarage's strange geological construction also has a natural explanation that doesn't involve alien interference. The younger rocks at the mountain's peak indicate that the mountain was formed on a thrust fault. A thrust fault occurs when there is horizontal compression at the Earth's crust. That compression pushed an older sheet of rock on top of younger rock. Bougarache is called a clippa, which is what happens when the product of a thrust fault erodes over time. There are other products of thrust faults, with older rocks on top of younger ones on other mountains and rock formations near Bougarage. Although Bougarage's geology might not be alien designed, its limestone caves are still ideal hiding places for aliens and their spacecraft. Let's consider the validity of the reported alien aircraft sightings and auditory experiences in the area. There are many anecdotal UFO sightings around Bougarage from visitors and villagers alike. One local shop owner told the filmmakers shooting the documentary, Bougarage, that he and other villagers had seen green lights around the mountain at night. He also recounted reports of objects disappearing and reappearing near the peak with no explanation. Other visitors have heard strange sounds coming out of cave mouths. People have reported hearing an otherworldly gurgling coming from underground. Some claim to hear more mechanical sounds from inside the caves, like an engine warming up or revving. There are also accounts of a subtle buzz or humming, like the spacecraft are flying around inside the mountain. The most convincing evidence, however, are the UFO sightings caught on camera. The clearest UFO sighting on Bougarage was posted on YouTube on March 29, 2012. It starts with an out-of-focus, shaky shot of Bougarage's peak. The camera zooms in on a rocky outcropping below, still out of focus. And then, only seven seconds into the video, a gray cylindrical object floats out from behind the outcropping. The camera manages to follow the object for about 10 more seconds, moving in and out of focus as it lifts higher above the mountain. The video is extremely compelling. Although the image is grainy, the moment a truly unidentified flying object glides up from behind some trees is undeniably hair-raising. The video doesn't appear doctored or altered. After the initial footage concludes, it's looped to play again, 
But this time, the frame is zoomed in, providing a closer look at what could be an alien spaceship. However, there are a few details that undermine the video's credibility. The camera zooms in on the outcropping at the beginning of the video. It's almost as if whoever shot the video knew where the UFO would be appearing. Furthermore, although the video caption states that the footage was captured by an unidentified German hiker and a Spanish hiking group, there isn't any audible reaction to the incredible sighting. Surely, a large group of people witnessing a real UFO would elicit some sort of response. The sightings, especially the documented ones, are definitely intriguing. They provide a clear explanation for the alien obsession around Bougaraj, but they don't provide indisputable evidence that the aliens are actually present. Despite many visitors scouring the mountainside for burns or ruts in the vegetation, or even discarded UFO parts, no physical evidence of a spacecraft has ever been found on the mountain. Like Daniel Bedix's theory about the Ark of the Covenant, the aliens theory doesn't have a lot of hard facts backing it up. But also like Bedix and his colleagues, ufologists who flocked to Bougarage hoping to find out more about extraterrestrials found their efforts stymied by powerful French authorities. In the previous episode, we covered how hundreds of French police and military officers showed up in Bougarage leading up to the Mayan-predicted apocalypse on December 21, 2012. Four days before the predicted doomsday date, the military put up a roadblock that limited access to Bougarage. The military was acting on orders from the French cult-watching agency, Mivaludes. According to Mivaludes, law enforcement and military officers were in Bougarage to prevent a mass suicide event. For some, however, this felt like a suspiciously oversized reaction from the French authorities. The concern about a mass suicide event seems to be primarily based on residual alarm from the Order of the Solar Temple cult suicides in the 90s. In 1994 and 1995, members of the Order of Solar Temple participated in organized suicides in Europe and Canada. 16 people died in France alone. While those events were undoubtedly tragic, there was no clear evidence that a similar mass suicide event was planned for Bougarage on December 21, 2012. Logically, suicide doesn't fit into the internet rumor that drove many people to Bougarage in the first place. Those that arrived were seeking alien protection from the apocalypse. They were coming to Bougarage because they wanted to stay alive. Patrice Etienne, a Bougarage local, put it this way to British newspaper The Guardian. Why come to the only place on Earth that will be spared the apocalypse if you want to commit suicide? Wouldn't that be a bit like trying to drown yourself wearing a life jacket? Again, the reaction from authorities in response to a bizarre but apparently harmless theory about Bougarage was strangely exaggerated. While the proof supporting the theory that aliens reside inside Bougarage is threadbare, the huge response from powerful government authorities forces a pause. While those answers may be locked inside a top-secret French filing cabinet, there is another angle to consider regarding the French military presence in Bougarage in 2012. 
Perhaps the forces hampering alien hunters are the very same forces that drew them to Bougarage. Coming up, how small-town politics may have been behind the massive rush to Bougarage in 2012. Going for your first ever run around the park. Literally running errands all over town. Running for the finish line and your personal best. If you run, you're a runner. Find the shoes and clothes to run your way at newbalance.com slash running. New Balance. Run your way. Now, back to the story. So far, we've analyzed the limited evidence available to support both Daniel Bedix's and ufologist investigations into the French mountain of Bougarage. While neither theory stands up to much scrutiny, the French government went to great lengths to tamp down both of them. The huge expenditure of resources by the French government begs the question, if the theories aren't valid, why put a stop to them? In terms of the 2012 Mayan apocalypse phenomenon, the answer appears to be surprisingly mundane, in order to quell petty local squabbles. As we covered in the previous episode, Many of the traditional villagers living below Bougarage Mountain didn't appreciate their free-spirited neighbors. Drawn by the mountain's aura, esoterics started moving into the forest at the base of Bougarage in the early 2000s. Many of their camps were located just outside the village. When interviewed for the documentary Bougarage, one sorry-wearing forest dweller told the filmmakers that we're here trying to live in harmony with the villagers, It's true they think there are already too many of us here. Another esoteric reported that he was physically driven out of public spaces. He described the village as hostile. When the New York Times interviewed esoterics who had recently moved into the area, one of them opted to only give his first name to the publication because of the increasing local controversy. It's clear that the residents of Bougarage Village and the esoterics living in the forest didn't get along. But the villagers had no legal recourse to drive out the unpalatable New Agers, until Bougarage Mayor Jean-Pierre Delors stumbled upon the bizarre rumor about their town on the fringes of the internet. According to The Guardian, when Mayor Delors first brought the internet rumor about Bougarage's role in the Mayan apocalypse to his city council near the end of 2010, he recommended looping in federal French authorities for security support. At this point, the rumor was still only present on obscure forums, and there was no reason to think that extra security would be necessary. But right after the meeting, an undisclosed city council member alerted local press about the new Bougarage legend. Suddenly, the media coverage was off and running. With the press reporting on the story, the rumor went from the fringe of the internet to the front page. That kind of attention could earn Bougarage the security forces that Mayor Delors wanted. A media campaign had begun. In November 2012, Mayor Delors denied encouraging any of the media coverage of his little village. And yet, his actions in the two years prior tell a different story. 
Throughout 2011 and 2012, Mayor Delore pushed a multifaceted narrative in the press about the so-called fanatics overwhelming his small village. We'll examine each claim and evaluate it for validity. One of Mayor Delore's first assertions was that Bougarage was being overrun by people searching for the alien's salvation. In June of 2011, about six months after the internet rumor surfaced, an agitated quote from Mayor Delore appeared in Reuters. These blasted prophets from all over the world have turned our mountain into some sort of UFO garage. The end result is that all these fanatics are coming here to hide out. As proof, he claimed the village was experiencing a surge in real estate sales as a result of the internet rumor. In July of 2011, he told Time Magazine, 15 houses are currently for sale. I've been mayor of Bougarage for 34 years, and I have never seen this before. He noted that asking prices are as much as five times higher than normal. But The Guardian later wrote that a spike in property values never actually occurred. There were plenty of properties available. Home prices and sales had remained stable, rising at a reasonable rate. One villager pointed out the obvious. Why would you buy a house if the world was about to end? However, Mayor Delore and the people of Bougarage weren't just worried about individuals snapping up all the village's houses. Stories about the sale of larger estates to ominous, bigger buyers were also floated. Jacques Farger, owner of a real estate agency near Bougarage, told the BBC in July 2011 that he'd sold large tracts of land to people he suspected were affiliated with cults. To corroborate Farge's claim, Mayor Delord pushed intriguing but vague stories about odd cult-like behavior among visitors to Bougarage. Around the same time Farge raised the alarm about cults coming to Bougarage, Mayor Delord told a BBC correspondent that he'd witnessed people dressed in strange white robes. He said they were performing rituals and congregating secretly in the forest. Delore claimed the gatherings were scaring the other villagers. French agency Miveludes added to that narrative when the agency's head, Georges Fennec, said he'd spotted several settlements near Bougarage in the summer of 2011. Fennec claimed the communities were occupied by a known cult, the American Romtha School of Enlightenment, or RSE. The RSE flatly denied Fennec's claims. The media was never able to confirm any large cult settlements in the area either. The RSC accused Fennec of grossly misrepresenting Ramtha's School of Enlightenment. In fact, there are only 34 RSC students in the whole of France and none with a Bougarache address. No other cults lay claim to these settlements and no other sources ever confirmed the presence of these settlements. However, neither Fennec nor Miveludes ever corrected their statements. The RSC statement presented their own explanation for Fennec's strange behavior. They quoted Susan Palmer, a cult researcher at Concordia University. Palmer said, Miveludes is creating artificial emergencies to support the state-sponsored anti-cult movement. Bougarage in 2012 provided Miveludes with the exact problem they were created to solve. 
an impending cult crisis. But the agency sprang into action without confirming a very important piece of information, whether or not any crisis actually existed. Considering Fennec's wildly inaccurate statements regarding Bougarage, it does appear that he was guilty of creating a catastrophe by reporting one to the media. Fennec's motivation was simple. If it was perceived that he prevented chaos in Bougarage, his agency would get accolades and more funding from the French government. To give credence to Mivalud's actions, Georges Fennec predicted in 2011 that Bougarage would see up to 100,000 visitors by the apocalyptic date. And judging by Mayor Delors' statements to the press, the village seemed in danger of being overrun. In an ABC News article from March 2012, Delors claimed that his small town was already near capacity for visitors. His concern was justified. The village of Bougarage simply wasn't equipped to deal with such a large crowd. However, a photograph accompanying the ABC News article undermined the mayor's urgency. The picture featured a smiling Mayor Delors posed in front of the Bougarage road sign with a novelty photograph of the peak with a UFO in front of it. Mayor Delors' enthusiastic photograph gave away the real purpose of his alarmist rhetoric to attract as many esoterics as possible and fulfill the prophecy he and Mivaludes had created, that the free spirits communing with Bougarage were dangerous. The media fell for the story hook, line, and sinker. Mayor Delors got the attention he was seeking. In November 2012, he told The Guardian, if I'd have had to pay a communications agency for this kind of publicity, it would have cost a fortune. As the fateful day of December 21st, 2012 approached, the press descended on Bougarage to witness the showdown between Mivaludes and the esoterics. But there was just one problem. The esoterics didn't show up. Although a rental home just outside Bougarage was booked for the end of the world on December 21st, it was full of journalists, not esoterics. The usual hikers seeking a quiet retreat were off-put by the mob of media wandering through the town. The one tourist the Guardian did manage to speak with said they'd already spoken with two other news crews. The reporters had both wanted to know how the tourist was preparing for the apocalypse. The vacationer claimed their visit had nothing to do with the Mayan prediction. They just wanted to take a stroll around the village. Documentary footage shot in Bougarage on the day of the alleged apocalypse shows plenty of press, but no apparent cult members, hippies, or other esoterics. The government's roadblock was for nothing. It seems likely that the entire apocalypse mania was a hoax, cooked up by a disgruntled mayor and fueled by a media hungry for a real-life paranormal story. In the end, the Mayans weren't the only ones with a failed prophecy on December 21st, 2012. Despite Mayor Delors' efforts, Bougarage continues to be a magnet for New Age believers, hippies, and esoterics. With or without media attention, government-backed security, or a starring role in a Mayan apocalypse, the mountain's power remains unquestionable people in search of priceless relics like the Ark of the Covenant 
or evidence of alien life still arrive in Bougarage every year. If Mayor Delore and the rest of the villagers want to continue living in the shadow of Bougarage, they will have to learn to share their mystical mountain. Thanks again for tuning in to Unexplained Mysteries. We will be back Thursday with a new episode. For more information on Bougarage, amongst the many sources we used, we found the documentary Bougarage extremely helpful to our research. You can find all episodes of Unexplained Mysteries and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals like Unexplained Mysteries for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Unexplained Mysteries on Spotify, just open the app and type Unexplained Mysteries in the search bar. See you next time. And remember, never take we don't know for an answer. Unexplained Mysteries was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. Executive producers include Max and Ron Cutler, sound design by Russell Nash, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Travis Clark. This episode of Unexplained Mysteries was written by Hannah McIntosh, with writing assistance by Maggie Admire, and stars Molly Brandenburg and Richard Rossner. <laughs>